I hate to go all technical on you, but all hands on deck, swirly thing alert! Attention! Listen, you motherfuckers. Buckle up, pedal heads. You're experiencing the Lotus Effect with Phoenix and Phone Boy. You are my podcast, my only podcast. So if you fucking take my podcast away, I'm going to shove my foot so far up your ass. Oh talking. my God. It's very creepy. Just a little weird. Maybe it'll catch on. Who knows? It is out of sheer morbid curiosity. I'm allowing this freak show to continue. How do you fix that, though? Take a big step back and literally suck my dick. Do I have your attention? Send your dick pics. <laughs> are you interested? I know you are because it's fuck or walk. You're shitting me. Have you made your decision for Christ? To tell you the truth, I don't give a shit. I would not say such things if I were you. Who the fuck are you? Phone Boy and Phoenix. I don't know Phone Boy. Those two are those two are pretty interesting to listen to. They're fucking nuts! But they don't know shit about fuck, clearly. You just can't trust them. Fuck you too! You're talking peak no agenda right there, everybody. And welcome to episode 63 of the Lotus Effect. The show is made up. The content doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, and uh, but uh, we got we got a we got a awesome show for you today. And I'm Phone Boy. So we finally <laughs> met the man whose shit doesn't stink. Yeah. You you, you know you, you can lead a podcaster to the mic, but you can't make him speak. And I'm Phoenix. Let me start this off by clearly stating that I'm better than everyone. Oh, my. I, I mean, you're going to have to explain that to me later. Um, but just much like this clip, these two clips are going to explain um, what our show topic is today. God is an infinite God who is working in ways we don't always understand. Religion has actually convinced people that there's an invisible man. <laughs> living in the sky who watches everything you do every minute of every day and the invisible man has a special list of 10 things he does not want you to do and if you do any of these 10 things he has a special place full of fire and smoke and burning and torture and anguish where he will send you to live and suffer and burn and choke and scream and cry forever and ever till the end of time but he loves you. He loves you and he needs money. He always needs money. He's all powerful, all perfect, all knowing and all wise. Somehow just can't handle money. Religion takes in billions of dollars. They pay no taxes and they always need a little more. Now you talk about a good bullshit story. Holy shit. That's right, y'all. Lucky pedalheads for the second year in a row. We have the live show after no agenda on or after New Year's. And yep, second week in a row we've been on the live stream after no agenda because nobody else is nuts enough to do this bullshit but us. Yeah, that's true. Um, and uh, yeah, we when we when we tend to be on after no agenda, we take on meteor topics, and and so yeah, um, yeah, third rail religion. Anybody? Yeah, we're we're don't worry, we're going to be respectful. Uh, we are going to you know, of course we of course we as we do we do things with humor. So, uh, um, but uh, yeah, but, but this this is a much uh, this is definitely a bigger uh, topic here. Um, so yeah, this. This is a, by the way, y'all. This is a value for value podcast, and I just and I just have to acknowledge that we've got some live boosts during during the thing during the show here. So 
Boost me, bitch. Yeah, we got uh, just we came in during the sh- when they come in. That's right. So, uh, what came in just now? Uh, we got a Baron Rotterdam boosted 333 sats with Curio Caster. Uh, nice, great thing. And then we've also got uh, we've we've also got a that bo- was actually for the episode 62 that we just did, Christ on a Crossfader. That's right. And that's a that's a yeah that that'll be there. And then uh, we've also got uh, we also got a boost from uh, from C Dubs well, 10101 saying like a pote. Uh, thank you, C Dubs, for putting boost. But uh, in the, I think we, I think we you're love the one. Boostbot. Yeah, we love Boostbot. It's a great thing. We also got some boosts last night, and some some I missed because, uh, yeah, Boostbot was uh, uh, was wasn't. She was screen. sleeping, or he, whichever. Wait, is Boostbot a he or a she? Yeah, we, let's not misgender Boostbot. Oh my uh, God, did I just misgender a bot? <laughs> yeah, well, okay. So uh, Piranesi uh, boosted Dust My Broom with uh, by Canned Heat for fourteen thousand seven hundred thirty-two sats, which uh, Dame Boosty Steed told me that's the number that's on the front of uh, Ted Kaczynski's uh, you know a, a schmock with the with the uh, so it's a so it's a te- it's a Ted K boost that is phenomenal yeah we yeah we love the numerology I love that same, speaking of Dame Boosty Steed she boosted any Moody Blues and I, that I did play a uh, 14,732 sats uh, Weirdo which I didn't I didn't play this song and I'll play it I'll play it after um, you know and when we do Studio 33 after the show um, yeah uh, they'll, they'll, we'll do uh, you know Tones and I Dance Monkey pay, uh, for 333 th- three, Three three sats. Uh, you did. You boosted into the Mystic uh, by Van Morrison. Three hundred or thirty-three, thirty-three sats. And then Dame Boosty Steed, Johnny Cash Hurt. Thank you for your awesome stream. Fourteen thousand seven hundred thirty-two sats. Yeah, great stuff. And um, yeah, I don't think we got any other. Um, any, I don't think we got any uh, other donations or anything, but just, which is totally cool. But uh, yeah, yeah we, we totally appreciate all of the boosts and the donations of Fiat Fun Coupons, Cuck Bucks. We, we take it all and we appreciate every penny, every Satoshi that you all give back to us for the value that we give to you all. And we will make sure that all of these songs in Studio 33 are played tonight with priority due to the fact they were missed last night. Yeah, we'll, we'll, get, them, we'll get them played one way or the other. So, um, but any, but um, If you want to be a part of this, because this is becoming the littest party in the Fediverse. So if you want to get in on this boost party that's going on, yeah. If your podcast app does not allow you to stream Satoshis to your favorite podcast, well, get a new one. Go to new or nude podcastapps.com and you can play along with the rest of us crazies splashing the walls in the studio with satoshis that's right um and uh you know you can also stack dimes and send uh, or yeah or drop dimes on us uh, by uh, by going to the if you go to lotus show and you uh, there's a there's a there's a yellow button that says we like money you know you, you can you can give your fun fiat fun coupons via uh, paypal uh when i was it's funny when i was looking through the uh the transcripts of the show it it, it, it has it as fiat fund coupons oh that's kind of neat yeah, it's kind of cute but that's how it that's how it deter- you know it's funny where my brain went when you said drop dimes on us i thought about two five three two three seven three three two one our voicemail where you can weigh in on the topic which today is do you believe in a higher power what do you call it so weigh yeah. in on the refire topic that we will address about mid-show yeah, that's right. Um, we also got another boost from a CSB. You know, you know, he's got to be out there. Oh, uh, I love when CSB uh, is listening. Yes, comic strip blogger uh, boosted eight 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 sats saying, "Howdy, lovebirds, Phoenix and Phone Boy. Please enter AI cooking into your browser or podcaster or podcatcher to chillax with silky voice of Gregory William Forsyth Foreman from Kent talking." Yes, uh, he does. He does have quite the voice. I will. I will say that uh, he's a groovy dude. Um, and then we've also we got a fantastic. 
Oh, I love this number. 6666 from NA Millennial saying, I have like a hate for money. Here, have some of mine. Yeah, we, we appreciate that, uh, Nam. We, we get that. And, and, Absolutely. And of course, Sir Bemo says, I do have believe in a higher power. I call him Void Zero. <laughs> <laughs> on, on the IRC, <laughs> you are correct. Um, so this that is, is so, um, you know, yeah, we seriously like, um, you know, just just remember. We don't want your shit. Please don't send us your shit. But uh, yeah, we do want to hear. We do want to have you do one ringy dingy, two ringy dingy. Yeah, to two five three two three seven three three two one, and tell us what you think. I don't know what your religious beliefs are. Whatever, whatever yeah, whatever you call him, uh, him, her, it, whatever, whatever you conceive it to be. Here, and and just know that when you do, Ernestine is not standing by, sadly. But you know who is? Google transcript, and they will mangle your voicemail, and you could end up as a show title. You could. Um, now, okay, so a little bit of before we jump into the show today, we um, when we were setting up to do this particular show, we clipped a movie called Religulous with um, Bill Maher. With Bill Maher. Yes. Um, yeah, I was annoyed. By the time we were done uh, watching this movie, I was annoyed with the motherfucker. I mean, I actually, I used to like uh, his, his shtick back in the day, but yeah, you know, we, we all grow up and we all learn that, you know, people are kind of weird. But um, we thought some of it was, a, we thought a lot of these clips were good to frame the discussion um, around religion and kind of, you know, a di- maybe give you a different way to look at it than uh, you've been taught. And that's, uh, you know, that's what we like to do. We like to expand your mind and look at things and, uh, you know, try to look at things from different points of view. So, um, and the fact that we have a wonderful platform on which we can do this and there's no anger, there's no hatred, there's no, I don't believe the same thing you believe. So I'm not going to listen to your show or, you know, I'm going to crap all over you. It's, it's an understanding that we as human beings, because we have shrunken amygdalas being NA listeners, we get the fact that what we say may not be what you believe, and we respect that and support your right to believe what you believe as you, you know, you support our right to believe what we believe. Yeah, exactly. It's there's, uh, you know, there there are different ways to look at this. And I think when you see when you when we get to the end of this, I think it'll be clear kind of how we how we feel about it. And right. that there's, uh, you know, that, it, that it's not uh, that. Yes, we can we can all have differing points of view and and be OK. Um, you know, I mean, it, and I've honestly like just this topic. I mean, it, it's come to, you know, one of the things you don't. When when you move to the south from living somewhere else, that's where where uh, you know it's it's quite a bit different. I, and I used to joke uh, that there are two things that they take really really seriously in the south: it's football and Jesus, right? And yeah, that yeah, football gets treated real real more. I'd say more important than Jesus in this house. Um, you damn skippy. Yeah. I tell you what, there was one thing I was hell bent for election I was not going to do, and that was be in Knoxville if we won the Orange Bowl. And that's right, ladies and gentlemen, cue it up, baby. Oh, UT I, for the yeah, win. I, I did. Took out the Tigers. Yeah, okay, I'm not going to play Rocky Top because I didn't have it. I should have had that loaded. I understand. I didn't know you were going to mention how big football is in our house. Yeah, well, there you go. It, it happened. I'm sure the neighbors are completely tired of hearing us scream at the television no, I know, on any I know, given day. Sunday. I, I know what they're also tired of, of them hearing. <laughs> Phone boy, we're on the NA stream. Could you keep it PG for the love of Mike? I, I did keep it PG. I didn't say anything. Uh huh. Innuendos, anyone? Yeah. Va- uh, well, I'm, we do I'm, nude uh, podcasts, I mean, but we on. haven't reached episode 100 yet. I'm just saying. Okay. So let's so let's start. With, so what the hell is religion? 
Well, according to the def- the definition in the dictionary, it's the belief in and worship of a superhuman power or powers, especially a god or gods. The ideas about the relationship between science and religion, a particular system of faith and worship, or a pursuit or interest to which someone ascribes supreme importance. Yeah, um, and you know, and, and we talk when we talk about uh, yeah beliefs, they're yeah, we we typically talk about it in terms of faith, right? Um, but but yeah, you know, or you know, sometimes some people think that faith is all religion is, and there, I think there's a little bit of both, right? There's a little bit of faith and in reason. They, they're both considered a, a source of religious beliefs. Um, the interplay between faith and reason and their and their use as perceived support for religious beliefs have been a subject of interest to philosophers and theologians and you know anybody who's probably interested in the brain even too uh, the origin of religious beliefs is as such is an open question with some possible explanations including awareness of individual death a sense of community and dreams and you know of course uh, yeah we're gonna we're gonna start off with some clips because that's what we do here come on believe in jesus what do you have to lose <laughs> it's like the lotto it can't get saved if you don't play. Yeah, you could be right. I don't think it's very likely. But yes, you could be right. Because my big thing is, I don't know. That's what I preach. I preach the gospel of I don't know. Yeah, well, I don't think Bill Maher knows much of anything, if you ask me. But that that's, hey, well, you know, that's just my opinion, man. So, um, but um, this is, yeah, I mean, it, seriously, it's, yeah, I mean, I don't think you can talk about religion without entering the subject of mythology. No, you probably can't, yeah. Now, mythology is defined as a traditional story of a sensibility, or excuse me, a sensibly historical events that serves to unfold part of the worldview of a people or explain a practice, belief, or natural phenomenon. And a person or thing having only an imaginary or unverifiable existence or a metaphor for the spiritual potentiality in the human being. It's a faith thing. But why is faith good? Why is believing something without evidence good? I don't like the way sure. this thing's going. I, I don't know what this documentary is supposed to be, but I don't like where you're going. You start disputing my God, and and you got a problem. Well, that, I don't know what you... I, I'm out thing. of here. You, you do what you want to do, but I'm mm-hmm. out of here. <clears throat> okay. And that's really... The way it is with a lot of, I'm not going to say everyone who's religious, but a lot of religious people, if you question it, they often respond with anger. Now, remember, the term myth can be used pejoratively by both religious and non-religious people. By defining another person's religious story and beliefs as mythology, one implies that they're less real or true than one's own religious stories and beliefs. Now, Joseph Campbell remarked that mythology is often thought of as other people's religions, and religion can be defined as misinterpreted mythology. Yeah, so. But you guys aren't dumb. You're smart people. How can smart people, how can they believe in the talking snake and people lived to 900 years old and the virgin birth? And, you know, that's, that's my question. Yeah, and, and, and it's, you know, he was kind of derisive about there because he because he kind of says, oh, you're nice, but you're also dumb because you believe because you quote unquote believe this stuff. Um, Much easier way to have handled that would have been just simply to look at them and say, bless your heart. <laughs> yeah, now they would have understood what that meant. Um but uh, yeah, and, and Sir Bemrose is pointing out a- quite accurately, and I, th- there's actually we didn't we didn't dig into this, but I think there, there's a uh, you know we we had talked I know we've talked about this is that there has been this uh, movement away from I'd say traditional religion in a lot of ways in in a lot 
yeah. of ways. I mean, all you have to do is look around at modern churches, and I'm not dissing modern churches, but a lot of them, and I don't have a problem with it, it's almost like going to a rock concert or a performance show. I mean, look how many of the Joel Osteens and Joyce, whatever her damn name is, are out there on television. And it's been this way for a lot of years. I mean, we had back when we were young, it was the Jim Bakers and the Jerry Falwells. Yeah, well, yeah, I could we could have pulled some clips from that too. Yeah, there's a, the Sam Kinnickle. There's only one, only one man who can look the Lord in the eye and say, "What did you expect me to do?" <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, well, but here's the thing: in sociology, the term myth has a non-pejorative meaning. There, myth is defined as a story that's important for the group, whether or not it's objectively or provably true. So examples include the resurrection of their real-life founder, Jesus, which, to Christians, explains the means by which they are freed from sin. It's symbolic of the power of life over death, and it's also said to be a historical event. But for a mythological outlook, whether or not the event actually occurred is unimportant. Instead, the symbolism of the death of an old life and the start of a new life is what's most significant. And religious believers may or may not accept such symbolic interpretations. Let me ask you this question. What if we write and you wrong? We we gonna make it and you ain't. If you're doing if you're being good just to save your ass, just because, ooh, they might be right, and I just wanna double down here and make sure that when I get up to the pearly gates, that Saint Peter doesn't say to me, Oh, sorry, asshole, you had the wrong religion. Enjoy hell. Bye bye. Well, That's not this. a good reason. And you know that. Yeah, well, and and this is I have always had a gigantic problem with basically very strongly religious people, more or less, you know, you've heard me speak about the fact that I don't think heaven or hell actually exists. They are not physical places. Yeah, and actually, and actually, yeah, I think Jordan Peterson, uh, you know, when he was reading his 12 rules books and both of them, and yeah, he actually goes into the, the concept that, you know, maybe heaven and hell aren't actual places. And, and, and even Napoleon Hill talks about it, right? And it, it, it's, it's uh, you know, there isn't a real heaven or hell. It's a, it's a state of mind in, you know, when, in, you know. Right. So, you know, when, when really heavily religious people want to tell me, oh, you don't believe in this or that, you know, you're going to hell. I'm like, See you there. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, religions have a, either a societal basis, either as a living tradition, which is carried by lay participants or with an organized clergy and a definition of what constitutes adherence or membership. And, and you know, and, and of course, yeah. And it's I would say it was the government before there was government, you know, it's governments before there were governments. Completely. Yeah. So um, but, you know, the, the, I mean, how old is the Roman Catholic Church? Yeah. But, um, you know, this is this is uh, you know, we got to play this clip. You see so many nice people trying to make it about something good and yet it turns into not just corrupt but like you know fucking little kids corrupt and burning people alive i mean really evil shit yeah and i and that yeah do not even get me started on my rant about catholic priests fucking little boys and even little girls i mean let's just be obvious yeah well they they weren't just 
molesting and, and raping boys you know girls were in that sect as well right um so yeah and that i gotta remember to put that in this one for the second half of show we're talking about the the difference between you know because um you know we're, we're talking about uh you know th- those who are religious versus the religious institution itself right i think that's a that's almost a discussion because Hell, we could almost do an entire separate show just on that subject yeah. but we and, won't. And, I, and i think and i think you know a large a large part of why i've always been kind of anti-religious or at least it, it's it's really not religious people, right? I think that's you know again, uh, much like we have with diet, I'd say a lot of people's good intentions have been stolen, right? They're trying to do the right thing, and and, and you know they're being misled by people because everybody needs something to believe in. Yeah. Well, th- by the way, that's why that's why COVID uh, did so well because people because people have been shying away from the the you know the you know I don't know church going activities or whatever or, you know however or however you worship right but the, you know belief in something greater than 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 oneself. Yeah, and, and then and, you have the bullshit yeah. today. We were listening to Adam and John talk about where now they're going back to that whole oh mask up and da 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 da. It's like. Eat a bag and suck my ass. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, no. they're, they're just recycling the same fucking narrative that they're always recycling and expecting people have been just, oh, I don't know, so dumb that they'll act like they've heard it only for the first time. Like, like people haven't woke up and gone, yeah, the CDC is full of shit. So is NIH. You know, yeah. it's obscene. That's the point. Yeah. And there you go. There you go. Yeah, exactly. Um, so now scholars have failed to agree on what a religion even is. Um, and there's there's sort of two ways to look at it, I guess, a sociological, functional, and the, and the, and the phenomenological and philosophical. Correct. Um, yeah. Um, so the study of religion, and I had I actually had to do this in, in, because I, yeah, I went to a Jesuit university and they, want, they make you take three classes on religion. So, um, and there's, a, you know, they made us take philosophy and all kinds of other weird crap too. So it, um, the, the religion, yeah, study of religion comp- comprises a wide variety of academic disciplines, including theology, f- philosophy of, re- of religion, comparative religion, and so- social scientific studies. Theories of religion offer various explanations for the origins and workings of religion, including the ontological foundations of religions being in belief. Now, the, the concept of religion originated uh, in the, you know, basically in the West. I mean, we didn't think of people, we didn't, they didn't think about uh, as religion in, you know, the 15th century or, or you know, much earlier than that. Um, uh, parallel concepts are not found in many current and past cultures, and there's no equivalent term for religion in many languages. Now, scholars have found it difficult to develop a consistent definition, with some giving up on the possibility of a definition. And others argue that regardless of its definition, it's not appropriate to apply, to apply it to non-Western cultures. Which is, which is kind of interesting. And, and, you know, and of course, trying to, def- you know, the increasing number of scholars have expressed reservations about ever defining the essence of religion, whatever that means. Uh, they observe that the way the concept today is used is a particularly modern construct that would not have been understood through much of history and in many cultures outside of the West. The very attempt to define religion, to find some distinctive or possibly unique essence or set of qualities that distinguish the religious from the remainder of human life is primarily a Western concern. So we have this, you know, we have this obsession over or what kind of you know you know yeah I mean seriously like I, I I've got to, I've got to play this clip because you know you believe in God no <laughs> dead you believe in God yes you believe in my God no <laughs> dead my God has a bigger dick than your God and that's exactly how a lot of people look at it that's why there's so much bloodshed over religion and things and i actually was having a recent conversation with hempress emily 
about that, and she offered a really interesting, uh, uh, not really an opposing view, but a different view, that maybe it's not so much my God has a bigger dick than your God, but my God will allow me to do X, Y, Z without having to do all of this other shit that your God requires you to do. And I thought that was a really interesting viewpoint as opposed to the my God has a bigger dick than your God theory. Yeah, well, there's there's many ways to look at this. And I think I think they're all probably they're all probably point to the fact that there's a yeah, there's some uh, there's gambling going on somewhere. I'm sure. Right. Sure, that, I'm sure about that. Um, so um, but again, um, the attempt you know, to do, you know, to try and rationalize this, it's, it's, you know, it's definitely, uh, it's a natural consequence of Western speculative, intellectualistic and scientific disposition. Uh, it's also the product of the, do- of the dominant Western religious mode, what is called the Judeo-Christian climate, or more accurately, the, the-, the theistic inheritance from Judaism, Christianity, and Islam. The theistic form of belief in this tradition, even when downgraded culturally, is formative in dichotomous Western view of religion. That is, the basic structure of theism is essentially a distinction between a, a transcendent deity and all else between the creator and his creation, God and man. And I think that really speaks to, you know, if you will, going into the Ten Commandments of, you know, thou shalt have no gods other than me. That's pretty egomaniacal if you think about it. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of, it's funny, you start looking too deeply in some of the stuff in the Bible, you kind of go, hmm. Yeah, just remember it's written by humans, folks. Uh, yeah, the, uh, my priest can get in maintaining erection longer than your priest. <laughs> yeah. That's fantastic. <laughs> oh my! That, yeah. Either way you look at it, you're getting fucked with religion. That's right. Uh, religion is usually defined as a social cultural system of designated behaviors and practices, morals, beliefs, worldviews, texts, sanctified places, prophecies, ethics, or organizations that generally relate humanity to the supernatural, transcendental. Uh, and, the, and spiritual elements. However, there's no scholarly consensus over what exactly a religion is. Um, different religions may or may not contain various elements ranging from the divine, sacred things, faith, a supernatural being or supernatural beings, or some sort of ultimacy that transcends uh, and transcendence that will provide norms and power for the rest of life. You know, you might see some, uh, you know, in the religious practices, you might see some ritual sermons, a commemoration or veneration of you know, of, of deities or saints or, or something like that. Uh, sacrifices, festivals, feasts, trances, initiations, funerary, ser- a funeral, a funeral, yeah. Funerary services. There we go. Matrimoni- Matrimonial services. Yeah, there you go. yeah, meditation, prayer, music, art, dance, public service, or other aspects of human culture. You know, it's interesting because with what's just recently happened with the Pope kicking the bucket, the whole pomp and circumstance behind choosing a new pope and having either the white smoke or the black smoke or the green smoke in our case, we don't give a flying fuck who you pick. Because ultimately, at the end of the day, it's going to be the same shit show that it's been for centuries in the Catholic Church, just with a different name and a different set of minions. Well, yeah, and and if I if I weren't getting up and getting a beer, I might have I might have actually loaded the uh, the you know the the Frank Zappa Catholic girls, you know. Oh God, yeah. Yes, of course. Which, uh, yeah, um, yeah. Re- religions may contain symbolic stories, which are sometimes said by followers to be true. That may also attempt to explain the origin of life, the universe, and other phenomena. Traditionally, faith, in addition to reason, has been considered a source of religious beliefs. Dude, we totally missed the boat on getting the Monty Python clip, the meaning of life. Yeah. Well, oh my goodness. Yeah. Well, I could We must be slacking. Yeah. Why are we here? What's life all about? <laughs> anyway. 
Yeah. I might have to splash the wall with some Toshis and request that again. Yeah, exactly. Uh, tonight, we are going to sort it all out. Well, tonight is the meaning of life. Yeah, this is... Put a quarter in a phone boy. <laughs> yeah, put a quarter in a phone boy. I think that's it. <laughs> oh, yeah, anyway, so... Can can you read the? Can you continue on while I <laughs> while I throw you completely off your game? <clears throat> well, here's the thing: the term religion comes from both Old French and Anglo-Norman, and means respect for sense of right, moral obligation, sanctity, what is sacred, reverence for the gods. It's ultimately derived from the Latin word religio. According to Cicero, religio comes from Religere, meaning again, and lego, sorry, re, meaning again, lego, meaning read, where lego is in the sense of go over, choose, or consider carefully. However, some modern scholars, such as Tom Harper and Joseph Campbell, have argued that religio is derived from religere, re, meaning again, and ligere, bind or connect which was made prominent by St. Augustine following the interpretation given by Lactantius in Divinite. Whole, forget about it, I'm not even trying. The medieval usage alternates with order in designating bonded communities like those of the monastic orders. We hear of the religion of the Golden Fleece, of a knight of the religion of Aves. Jeez. Yeah. And, um, right? Yeah. There's, uh, you know, I mean, we, it, it's, geez. I mean, there, yeah. I mean, this gets, it, 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 of course, yeah, we talk about uh, relig- religio, um, in, which, is, which in classic antiquity, is, it broadly meant a consensus, a, a conscientiousness, a sense of right, moral obligation, or duty dwell to anything. In the ancient and medieval world, the, it, it's an, it, Etymological Latin root religio was understood as an individual virtue of worship in mundane context, never as doctrine, practice, or an actual source of knowledge. In so gen- is that like saying the Bible's bullshit? Um, well, you know, well, you know, I mean, you know, you know what, uh, you know what, uh, uh, Bill Maher said about that. Why would I want to put my hand on the King James Bible? I think I could find more morality in the Rick James Bible. Well, anyway, he said it. Yeah, he did. Um, has anyone, I mean, weigh in, Pedalheads, has anyone read this book cover to cover? Asking for a friend. Yeah. I have, which is why I can make that bold statement. Yeah, there's, uh, I think in any book, there's there's, uh, there's good things to be taken from it and bad things to be taken from it. It all depends on uh, which, uh, what your particular orientation is going into it. Um, but, uh, yeah. That's, At the time that I read it cover to cover, I was actually very heavily steeped in the church. And, you know, you all have heard me talk about that I almost ended up in should, seminary. Should I play your Bible rant now? Or should sure, I Sure, go ahead. Yeah, because, okay, this is, so, um, this is actually a longer clip. And I'll, I'll and this is we, this is something we pulled up when we were doing our uh, re, uh, our review show uh, yesterday. With, uh, the, so episode sixty two, if you're listening on the recording, uh, yeah, this is uh, um, yeah, the, um, yeah, the, this this is one of those clips I pulled out. I said I wanted to make sure I played it during our 
show today, right? Is this because it because it was re- relevant to the uh, to the um, it was relevant to the uh, discussion of religion. So um, that's right. Yeah, so we're gonna play it. And, yeah, it's a little bit of a longer clip. We might stop. We apologize in advance. Yeah, here we go. Sir Bemmer has made the comment that I that that I would make is that you don't have to be Christian to find wisdom in the Bible, or um, you know, and and I think that's well, I think but that's, you do have to believe that the Bible was actually God's word spoken to flesh man. Well, I don't I don't even necessarily believe that, but I but I do believe that there's I believe yeah, there, uh, there's smart stuff in it. I mean, yeah, I got a whole new appreciation. Sure there is. Yeah, I got a whole new appreciation for the Bible reading Jordan Peterson stuff, but um, cuz he he kind of he, he he took a very different approach on it and ultimately like, yeah, okay, it's a you know, it tells it tells a story and it's a you know, it tells a story of of, of good and evil effectively and you know, and that's and, you know, and, and that and it's and, and human and it's a, it's a, and there's a lot of human nature stuff in there, so um, so, yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. We're going to go down that rabbit hole because you know how much I love those. Okay. Mm-hmm. Especially when they're fur lined. Yeah. Here's the problem I have with this. One, the Bible has been translated numerous, numerous times. And there's a reason they call it lost in translation because something inevitably is always lost in a translation. So when you take the original text as it was written, by whoever wrote the Bible originally, okay, and you compare it to today's King James or Greek Orthodox or, you know, fill in the blanks any way you choose, there's definitely going to be a great loss in translation. And honestly, I don't know, maybe the reason I can't commit to Christianity is because of the fact I can't commit to believing in something that I can't see. You know, there's explanations for a lot of things that people want to call God, or God's hand, or this or that. And I'm not trying to be against that. If that's what you believe, every ounce of power to you for it. I guess I'm just more of a logical-minded person, and, you know, if there is a God, may he forgive he or she or it forgive me for it. But my logical mind has a very hard time just taking on faith that there's this invisible force that punishes us if we don't do what he says and his own his own you know people are not doing of his word you know don't let us name names jim baker but anyway you know little jerry falwell i have sinned against you yes sir yes sir you have and all of y'all people if we follow that whole thing okay especially the catholics this whole thing of being born with original sin, that to me does not wash. Because babies are the purest. Okay, they don't know about their creation. It, they didn't ask to be born. They didn't ask for mom and dad to knock uglies and create them. So why put that on a kid that, oh, you automatically have sin just because, you know, you were born into this world? Yeah, little intense there, father. Might want to tone it down just a bit, Padre. All right. Well, yeah, that, that was, a, as I say, it was a bit of a long clip. but uh, It was. <laughs> and, and I want to add to the fact that it's really annoying when people want to push their own agenda and call it what God wants. 
I find that very, very disturbing. Yeah. Well, okay. But here's the thing. I, and, I, and I keep coming back to this all the time is that I don't think anybody really know what God wants, right? We, we're, we're, inter, you know, we're, if, if you, if that's what you, first of all, there's people that don't even believe that. And second of all, that, uh, yeah, what, you know, what, what do you conceive, you know, your godlike figure to be, or is there a godlike figure or is there, or is it just, is it just out there? Is it just the universe? I mean, doesn't, you know, people, I think, again, I don't want to, I'm going to, we'll get to the end of this. Um, and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll tell you kind of what we think about it, but yeah, there, you know, and, and there are people that believe the Bible literally happened the way it's said. And I'm, I'm sorry, like, you know, this, the, and again, the, if, if we know anything about history, we know that history is written by the winners. And so that doesn't, it doesn't mean that that's exactly the way it happened. That's just their interpretation of what happened. Um, I think, I think you can have two people look at an event and be at an event and come out and come away with it from different things. And so, you know, what you're seeing in the Bible is a human's interpretation of what happened, right? That doesn't mean it's what's actually happened or that you, that, you know, they, you know, they drew a conclusion that maybe you saw the same set of facts, you would have came to a different conclusion, right? So, um, well, and that's, you know, in, in the chat, because, you know, Sir Bemrose being the epic troll that he is basically said, you know, I choose not to identify as a Christian or any religion at all, but I recognize there's something pretty good fucking advice in the Bible. I'm not going to disagree with that, but I said it's a matter of interpretation. He said that's a bullshit response. All communication is a matter of interpretation. What does that mean? And it's like, well, well I, I can, well, the I can way ex- I read something, even if it's the same exact text as you're reading, I'm going to understand it differently than you're going to understand it possibly yeah that is what i meant by that it doesn't mean that one is right and one is wrong they're both agreeing on the same basic foundation well you would hope and that's sometimes and that's sometimes that's where a lot of the conflict comes from is you you disagree on the meaning of words or or basic facts which y'all been listening to no agenda for a while and 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 they play these games i mean the you know the the m5m and the other they, they play you know they use your understanding of a given word completely against you y'all exactly i mean i mean come on this is the, so that's why i said it's it's a matter of interpretation and and mm-hmm. you know they're you know they're interpreting the word differently than you are because but you know they're tra- and they're using that word against you i mean it, this is so yeah it isn't subject to interpretation i mean if we disagree on what the color blue is for example right i mean we're gonna have a hard time coming to a discussion and that's and that's you know I've had, I, remember, I remember i've had many conversations with people i said look if we can't agree on the facts there's nothing to discuss because there's not because there's no uh because we can't agree on the facts, I don't think you know the conclusions are going to be completely. You know, we can't come to the same. You know, we don't have the same basis for for discussion. And, right, I, and and a very wise uh, knight who I happen to be very good friends with, Sir Rev Cybertrucker, had once said that once you devolve to anger or using foul language, you've lost the argument. Yeah, and pretty, I think that's a very strong statement in anything that you're debating with someone. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, um, I've actually um, so you know this is, and we talk. Actually, I'll, I'll play this because I don't think I've got. The, I don't have this in the script, but um, but you know, we talk about you know what's a you know we talk about what's a miracle or a coincidence, right? Or, or you know you think about that. Is that we got a clip from uh, from uh, you know that I think we'll, to to break it up and get back into our uh, into into the path here. Let's do it. Many things. I live I know, a but, life but, but, but of miracles, but you know you live your life with the same sort of mundane coincidence that happened to everybody in the world. You, it, it, it's not like you know if it rained frogs. Uh-huh. I would say you had a point, but it rains All and it right. stops raining. Well, Those when things... was the last time you asked for rain and it started raining within ten seconds? I don't know. I don't ever ask for rain, but if oh. I asked for it really bad and it started to rain, I wouldn't think it was because I asked for it. I would think because it sometimes rains. Yeah, it, 
and and you know it's it's all about it. You yeah, know. all you have to do is listen to Adam and John when somebody requests a shake of the rain stick, and the next thing you know, they're dealing with heavy downpours. Uh, yeah, coincidence? Yeah, I, think, I yeah. think not. Coincidence? I think not. Yeah, I actually had it this time. Uh, there you go. I'm impressed. It's almost like you knew I was going to do that, which I'm sure you didn't, because hell, I didn't know I was going to do. Yeah, that. exactly. Um, so, all right, we'll we'll go to a. a, a Thrisk, yeah, I'm not even going to say that word. Um, yeah, how about now? Yeah, but there's a, there's a term in ancient Greece uh, that was loosely translated into Latin as uh, religio in late antiquity, and, and it was sparingly used. Uh, Thrascia, I think, is how it's said, uh, was sparsely used in classical Greece, but became more frequently used in the writings of Josephus in the first century A.D. It was used in mundane contexts. It could mean multiple things, from respectful fear to excessive or harmfully distracting practices of others to cultic practices. It was often contrasted with the Greek word uh, desidemonia, which meant too much fear. Now, something about fear in religion, yeah, kind of touches. That's where I get some, where I start having some questions. My sister and I went to catechism, which is Catholic, you know, like Hebrew school for papists. It was like war. It was vast stretches of boredom punctuated by moments of sheer terror. Yeah, there's, you know, and I we're, we'll get into the, you know, we'll get into things. We'll get into the Ten Commandments here in a little bit. Uh, but there's a lot of stuff in there that you, or there's there's a lot of stuff there, a lot of doctrine that's used that uh, or a lot of like believe this or else. Right. It, 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 you're, you're, yeah, it's, it's almost like religion is almost founded in fear and yeah. threat. And, and actually, and it, OK, so uh, I, the book I read, uh, Napoleon Hill's uh, Outwitting the Devil. In, in, in that book, and th- uh, keep in mind, this book was written in the late '30s. It was published in 2010 or something like that. It was. It was a. It was. It was. That pub- speaks to how serious people take religion and the differences in the not free thinking people, as I will call them, who can't accept someone having a different view than their own on religion. And it literally prevented this man from publishing this book, which is quite amazing. It was actually a book that Dame Bullysteed had recommended to Phone Boy. Yeah, I did, and it was it was a great book. And it's and, and honestly, it's but the idea that you know fear is used in you know religion. You know, this is this is a great example. Uh, you know, or is a good, great example of your good intentions being stolen. Like you want to, you want to try and do the right thing. You want to learn the right path, right? And I like I get all that. And then uh, these uh, religious doctrines are yeah use fear, right? Is to, is to say like if you yeah if you don't believe the way I believe, uh, yeah you die. Much like uh, you know much like George Carlin said, you know my God's got a bigger dick than your God, right? Um, and uh, yeah we'll get but uh, my you know and just this idea about religion and and you know we could we could read all of this stuff and it's it's about religion and religions and but it really it seems and again this whole concept just it's yeah it's 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 an abstraction really it's, it, you know it's it's you know again we talk about uh, beliefs and doctrines uh it's uh you, know, you might have you might have seen it uh within texts in the 17th century uh you know due to the events such as splitting of christendom during the protestant reformation and globalization and the age of exploration um which involved contact with numerous foreign cultures with non-European languages. And now some argue, regardless of definition, it's not appropriate to apply the term religion to non-Western cultures. Others argue that using religion on non-Western cultures distorts what people do and believe. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think, uh, you know, traditional, you know, the definitions of religion do kind of just that, right? Um, 
Oh. It's the 16th and 17th centuries, kind of when we started seeing the term, or we started sort of forming the idea of what a religion was, and it's, and and, and it's, you know, we, we again, um, you know, that like the Bible and the Quran, and didn't have a word for it, even a concept of religion. It's just how people lived in the day. Um, you know, there's no precise equivalent of religion in Hebrew, and Judaism does not distinguish clearly between religious, national, racial, or ethnic identities. Um, one of the central concepts is halakha, which is meaning the walk or paths, sometimes translated as law, which guides religious practice and beliefs in many aspects of daily life. Even though the beliefs and traditions of Judaism were found in the ancient world, ancient Jews saw Jewish identity as being about an ethnic or national identity and did not entail a compulsory belief system or regulated rituals. In the first century AD, Josephus had used the Greek term um, Judaismos as, a, as an ethnic term and was not linked to modern abstract, con, abstract concepts of a religion or set of beliefs. The very concept of Judaism was invented by the Christian church, and it was in the 19th century that Jews began to see their ancestral culture as a religion and analogous to Christianity. And they have similar basis, it's not surprising. Um, the Greek word, thrakeska, uh, which we talked about earlier, um, is found in the New Testament. It, it's sometimes translated as religion in today's translations. However, the term was understood as a generic worship well into the medieval period. Uh, in the Quran, the Arabic word din is often translated as religion in modern translations, but up to the mid nineteen or mid sixteen hundreds, translators expressed din as law. And which, now you've got the Sanskrit word dharma, which has been sometimes translated as religion, which also means law. So throughout classical South Asia, the study of law consisted of concepts such as penance through piety and ceremonial, as well as practical traditions. And medieval Japan at first had a similar union between imperial law and universal or Buddha law, but these later became independent sources of power. Yeah, um, let's see where, let's see. Um, through, through traditions, sacred texts, and practices, I'm sorry, <clears throat> Though traditions, sacred texts, and practices have existed throughout time, most cultures don't align with Western conceptions of religion since they don't separate everyday life from the sacred. And in the 18th and 19th century, the terms Buddhism, Hinduism, Taoism, Confucianism, and world religions first entered the English language. Native Americans were also thought of as not having religions and also had no word for religion in their language either. And no one self-identified as a Hindu or Buddhist or other similar terms before the 1800s. Hindu has, ex has historically been used as a geographical, cultural, or later religious identifier for people indigenous to the Indian subcontinent. And throughout its long history, Japan had no concept of religion since there was no corresponding Japanese word nor anything close to its meaning. But when American warships appeared off the coast of Japan in 1853 and forced the Japanese government to sign treaties demanding, among other things, freedom of religion, the country had to contend with this idea. Yeah, and yeah, there, and yeah. According to the uh, phil philologist uh, Max Mueller in the 19th century, the root of the English word religion, the Latin word religio, was originally used to mean only reverence for God or the gods, careful pondering of divine things, pi uh, pi uh, piety, which uh, Cicero further de de uh, derived to mean diligence. Now, Mueller um, characterized many other cultures around the world, including Egypt, Persia, and India, as having a similar power structure at this point in history. What is called ancient religion today, they would have only called law. Speaking of law... Sounds uh, familiar, doesn't it? Yeah. I, I would say that the, the, there's... A, I think everybody in this audience is probably familiar with the Ten Commandments. 
commandments. Yeah, uh, the the original set of laws. Yeah, um, that comes and, from you know and, the religion and the movie and all. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That yeah, the, yeah, the Charlton Heston. It's still still one of the. It's. But you know what? Yeah. If you break it down, there really should only be two of them. In fact, there's an actor who plays Jesus at this Christian theme park in Florida that summarized it really well. Philip, you boil all Jesus. those Levitical laws down to two things. No other gods before me, Bill. But Jesus. And love Lord those- with all your heart. Yeah, lo- yeah, love people. Yeah, I love people with all her heart. I think is what he said. It was kind of a. It was right. sweet. yeah. You were because that. It's I know really that, simple. Don't be shitty to other people. Don't fucking kill other people. Yeah, pretty much. Um, now, uh, but you know, at the same time, I got to point out something like this. And it does say that our God is a jealous God. But your God is jealous. That seems so ungodlike that God would have such a petty human emotion. He's also, I know people who have gotten right. over jealousy. Well, let alone also, God. There's two sides of the coin. He's a just God, and he's also a merciful God. He can't no, stand he our sin, but he also spends the first five books of the Bible wiping out people. <laughs> That's what he chose to do. His ways are higher than ours, Bill. Maybe our sure. thinking should be higher. Yeah, maybe our thinking should be higher because if you think about it, and again, we're not trying to shit on religion, but thinking about just the statement that he's a just God, okay, just people understand that you may have an opinion that doesn't mesh with mine doesn't mean I have to smite you. Yeah, exactly. Um, Yeah, and and it's funny. That's more or less what they're saying. (laughs) I know. Is that if you don't believe in me, when this is all over, and and you finally go toes up, you're fucked. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and I'm gonna put you in this you know mythical place full of fire and brimstone, screaming people, this pitchfork wielding horned creature that's gonna make the rest of your non-etherical or etherical, whichever it is, existence complete shit. Okay, sure. <sighs> Yeah, exactly. I mean, and, the, and that's and that's exactly what you does. Click. The word contradiction come to mind for anyone but me? Yeah, exactly. Um, I love you, but if you don't do what I say, I'm going to fuck your world up in the afterlife. Yeah, exactly. But um, that's not a threat. No. Yeah. Speaking okay. of, but speaking of jealous God, so we're, of course we have to play the, the the deconstruction by George Carlin of the Ten Commandments, and, and this and we're going to. So we've I've chopped it up a bit for this uh, for the purposes of this discussion, and uh, yeah, we're going to start with uh, yeah. He basically gets rid of the first three commandments right off the top here. We're going to start with the first three, and I'll use the Roman Catholic version, because those are the ones I was taught as a little boy. I am the Lord thy God, thou shalt not have strange gods before me. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. Thou shalt keep holy the Sabbath. Right off the bat, the first three, pure bullshit. (laughs) Sabbath, Sabbath day, Lord's name, strange gods. Spooky language. Spooky language designed to scare and control primitive people. It it is it apparently is a good job at controlling uh, modern people too. So you know uh, that's a that's a thing. And um, you know and 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 honestly, um, you know the next one that he that he here's an interesting thought that I want to interject. Okay, Okay, because I'm I'm pretty sure all the people who believe in religion are probably either tuning out or cussing me right now, and that's fine. You know, I'll do respect to them. But think about it, okay? If you believe in a certain religion, whatever that religion is, okay? Because if I'm not mistaken, correct me if I'm wrong, it's been a hot minute since I've been set foot in a church. 
The Ten Commandments are pretty much centered around the Christian religion. Am I correct? Yeah, yeah, it is, yeah. Okay, so ultimately in that, if you're a Christian, you literally only believe in Jesus and that whole trinity. Am, am I correct yeah. in, in actually, that I think, assumption? I think, actually, well, I think, I, I think actually that, no, the, 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 it's, it's the Ten Commandments is not just actually Christianity. It's, it's in, it's, it's all the, you know, theoretically all the Judeo cause it's old Testament. It's all, it's all old. Yeah. So, okay. I, so that creates another question that popped up in my head. If Jesus and God and the Holy ghost, the whole Trinity thing, yeah. That, that's definitely New Testament. That's Jesus. Okay, yeah. but follow along with my thought bubble. If the Ten Commandments were given to Moses by God, and God is part of this holy trinity, then if the Ten Commandments are applicable in religions other than Christianity, how does that work? Because if you're believing in a God other than Jesus, you're automatically breaking one of the Ten Commandments by your very belief in the religion that you're celebrating yeah exactly i mean Uh, am am, am i having you know cross-faded thinking or am i on to a really valid point on that that it just doesn't make sense you know no disrespect to anyone with what you believe but this is just my thinking is if this is a a a 10 rule adaptation that is applicable to other religions other than christianity it just seems like it doesn't quite work um yeah and um but uh yeah weirdo just posted a um a, uh, some, a link in the chat, which I'll put the show notes. It's uh, um, basically retired a pri- priest says hell was invented by the church to control people. I'm sorry. Show a hands pedal heads. Who's surprised by this? We've literally been saying the same shit since we started the show. Yeah, exactly. It's, uh, you know, I mean, and sadly, although, that- you know what? We do have some clips from a former priest right straight out of Rome. You're going to love them. Yeah, we do. I don't They'll yeah. play. They'll play a little later. Yeah. Well, that one. Yeah. Th- I think that one does get played. OK, so um, and if it doesn't, it will. Oh, because I understand. That impressed the shit out of me to hear an actual priest talk the yeah. way that he did about religion itself. Yeah, exactly. So, um, okay, but uh, here's another. So, okay, so he basically gets rid of the first three commandments. He also gets rid of the fourth. Honor thy father and mother. Obedience, respect for authority. Just another name for controlling people. The truth is, obedience and respect should not be automatic. They should be earned. Yeah, and uh, yeah, they, they Someone should Someone should have taught my father that. Oh, did I say that out loud? Uh, yeah, I fucking did. Yeah, well, um, Although, yeah. fairness, the man was baptized Roman Catholic. So, forgive I'm him. I'm a Roman know Catholic and have been since before I was born. There is so many Monty Python clips we totally could have taken for this show. But we were trying to do it on the up and up yeah. for the most part. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, um, you know, so, okay, so we can kind of get rid of that one in a sense. And so there's, ba- and, and he starts combining some of the, the, the uh, you know, the, 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 uh, the, what do you, the, um, yeah, the commandments. And, and so, you know, because, because they all, they kind of say this, a couple of them kind of say the same thing. Thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not bear false witness. Stealing and lying. Well, actually, these two both prohibit the same kind of behavior dishonesty, stealing, and lying. So you don't need two of them. Instead, you combine them and you call it, thou shalt not be dishonest. And suddenly, you're down to five. Yep. And so there you go. Yeah. So, so yeah, I, I like what George Carlin said about the Ten Commandments. It was a good number. It was, it was a, it, it, it made the most sense from a marketing point of view. I, I, I kind of, as, as somebody in marketing, I'm like, yeah, that actually does make a lot of sense. <laughs> you know? Um, 
But um, yeah, uh, there's some other there's some other stuff in here that should be uh, should be combined as well. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife. Once again, these two prohibit the same kind of behavior. In this case, marital infidelity. The difference is coveting takes place in the mind. And I don't think you should outlaw fantasizing about someone else's wife. Otherwise, what's a guy going to think about when he's waxing his carrot? But... But marital fidelity is a good idea, so we're going to keep the idea and call this one, Thou Shalt Not Be Unfaithful. And suddenly, we're down to four. So, yeah, we don't need so many um, commandments, do we? I mean, I think, we, I think we've kind of figured this out. Pretty much. Um, yeah. Now, um, he okay. does go on, though. Yeah. There, there, there is another one that's very questionable at best. Yeah. That we th- well, yeah, we, or we have some questions even about uh, Carlin's uh, interpretation of it, at least, as well. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's goods. This one is just plain fucking stupid. <laughs> Coveting your neighbor's goods is what keeps the economy going. Well, okay. So there, there is. I think there is a point to this one, and I'm not gonna. And, and I could, I could argue that, yeah, um, you know, trying, spending all your time keeping up with the Joneses, yeah, that's perhaps not a good use of your time. Uh, it also makes your bank account very sad. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, yeah but uh, at the same time, I don't know if that should. You know, I think I agree. That's like, well, that's a personal choice. If you've got the money to keep up with the Joneses, then why not? Um, now, um, you know, me, you know, this is, but. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know, but but clearly, where there's some questions about this one. Apparently, I mean, this one's pretty clear in the uh, in the uh, in the Ten Commandments. But at the same time, the behavior of the church suggests. You see how seriously the religious folks take "Thou shalt not kill." The more devout they are, the more they see murder as being negotiable. Yeah, uh, people kill in the name of God all the time. Yeah, so you know, that is the absolute truth. Like we were saying before. You know, you don't, I mean, what, don't you don't agree with what God I worship, bang, you're dead. I mean, I don't, don't, don't you think people would have gotten together and said, you know what, let's not slaughter each other and let's not take each other's stuff. I don't know. There's been more killing in the name of my God. You believe in God? No. <laughs> dead. <laughs> you believe in God? Yes. You believe in my God? No. <laughs> dead. <laughs> my God has a bigger dick than your God. Yeah. So... I mean, seriously, yeah, I had to marry those two clips together. I thought it was a thought it was a good use of uh, clippage to do that. Um, but yeah, and and so when you get right down to it, right, um, it's really only two commandments that that at least George says. I leave you with my revised list of the two commandments. <laughs> Thou shalt always be honest and faithful to the provider of thy nookie. And thou shalt try real hard not to kill anyone. Unless, of course, they pray to a different invisible man from the one you pray to. (laughs) Two is all you need. Moses could have carried him down the hill in his fucking pocket. And if they had a list like that, I wouldn't mind those folks in Alabama putting it up on the courthouse wall. As long as they included one additional commandment, thou shalt keep thy religion to thyself. Yeah, um, and yeah, I mean, so... um, yeah, I think, yeah. and, and I think I know why we played that clip. So I, w- I want to make this clear to the metalheads: we do respect anything that you believe, and and it's wonderful. I have no issue if we're having a conversation, like you know, Sir Bemrose and I in the chat. Your beliefs differ from my beliefs. That's great. At the end of the day, we can still shake hands, have a beer, and agree that there's something bigger than us. However, it makes me insane when. 
people want to, as I will call it, vomit their religion all over you because they think that because you don't think the same way they do or you don't believe in what they believe in, that they have to try to somehow convince you that your ways are wrong and their ways are right. And and it's interesting because, you know, you always ask me about when we do our uh, Toast and Jam segment, you always ask me about Tales from Rideshare. And there is actually a tale I'm going to tell today that I just thought of. It wasn't actually a rider I had. It was actually something I saw. So we'll talk about that in the Toast and Jam. But what we're going to do right now, because we love it so much, we're going to do it again this weekend. We're going to give you all Reverend Cybertrucker, excuse me, Sir Reverend Cybertruckers, Cavalcade of Stupidity. And here we go. We, we are loading it up and playing it. Uh, oh, hold on. We got to do that again, y'all. Sorry. I what the heck did you do? Um, yeah. I need to. I need you, to un- you didn't have it unmuted. Yeah. Beautiful. What the hell? That's the one. Uh, no, no, no. I screwed it up. I screwed it up. Okay. Once more from, once more from, <laughs> once more with feeling. Yes, I, I thought I had it right. Wow. Heidi ho, pedal heads. This here is Sir Reverend Cybertrucker with this week's Cavalcade of Stupidity. Released in September of 2017, The Bus Songs has to be one of my favorite Toby Keith albums. With titles such as Shitty Golfer and The Critic and Weed With Willie, one can say that this album is definitely not kid-friendly. From the 2017 album The Bus Songs, this is Toby Keith with everybody's favorite subject, Wacky Tobacky. Creeping up on you 
Okay. I, I, I do love that song, and, and we are going to play it again in the Studio 33 segment for anyone who didn't hear it yesterday, because Toby Keith for the fucking win, that's a great song. Yeah. Now, okay. I, have you Okay, hold on. Have you ever heard his song, I'll Never Smoke Weed with Willie Again? Yes, we played, we've played it. I thought we had. Yeah. I do love that song, because anybody who knows, dude, this, Willie Nelson, cheers to you, brother, because this crazy motherfucker smoked on the goddamn roof of the White House. That is balls move. Yeah. yeah. So we got, we've got, we've, we've got we're our sugar. We're trying showbiz. to toast over here, but we have two cans of beer because real men drink out of bottles and we couldn't find any in bottles. So I guess we're just being pussies for the show. No, we're just, we, we found, we found the good strong ones. Um, yeah. yeah. 12% ABV. Yeah. Well, I, I, had, I had, I had, well. Kentucky maple bourbon yeah, stout. Yeah, if y'all ever find any of this shit, it's got a bit of a bite to it. When you first sip it, you're like, I don't know if I like it or I don't, but if you got a bottle of water like I do, kind of hanging out, it's tolerable. Yeah, it's, there you go. Uh, and as that as that word poet said, time to light up. So smoke them if you got them, pedal heads, because we're right. going into the toast and jam that's here. That's right. So okay, I promised a story. No, wait, wait, from, hey, wait, 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 wait. What wait, was wait, your I, problem? No, hey, you <laughs> that that okay that conflation with mute buttons was not entirely caused by me. You, I, you're blaming me. For no, this? I. I tried to unfix it. You, f- how did I do that? I don't tell me how. D- you hit the wrong one. I didn't touch shit over here. Yes, you did. No, sir. My bottle of water is the only thing I'm touching, and if you keep up your shit, it will be the only thing I'm touching tonight. <laughs> um, <laughs> All right. So tell the story. Uh, okay. Go well, ahead, I was going. I was going to play in this clip again. And somebody has muted themselves. Oh, motherfucker. <laughs> I didn't hey, even hey, realize hey, I now, hit now, it. Who's the one who needs to have their fucking mute button taken away? I'm just saying. Um, take it away from me. Oh, yeah. You know I'm going to. Mm-hmm. Come get some, phone boy. All right, so so what you got? I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> and it's your fault. Oh, it's my fault. Yeah, I can't. Yes, can't, because you distracted me. I just, oh, I distracted you. How is that? How is, how is that? Because you forgot. Because you fussed at me about my mute button. Oh, I oh because I fussed at you about your mute button. When you fuss at me yes. about my mute button all the time. Yeah, I see how it you, goes here. You have more mute button boo boos than I do. That that is true. I've got a few more. I've got a few more mute buttons. Uh, and Sir Bemrose can speak to that because I don't know how many times a week, a month, whatever, in the last year that this man has absolutely ground foam boys nuts into powder over his mute button. And, yeah. and I like uh, Sir Rev Cybertrucker's recommendation of get him a mute pedal. He can't miss that. Yeah. yeah anyway. Yeah. I, I blame the, I don't know. I blame the roadcaster or something or I blame the beer. Uh-huh. Sure. Blame, blame anything. <laughs> But the Peblack, that's okay. all I'm saying. Yeah, Pebcac. Pe- no, laptop and chair. Yeah. It should be Peblab because you're sitting on a ball. A keyboard. Either a- way, it's your fault, phone boy. <laughs> you, okay, you, you realize that, there, that, that there's, now, there's now a clip that has to, that I, I should have had this actually ready to go because I've completely, uh, yeah, I completely, uh, yeah, that, this, because this is, because we, we knew this was going to happen and I just, Come on. What, us go off the rails? No, never. Yeah, but this is, um, yeah, there, well, there, I mean, there, there's also, yeah, there, there's this one. This is, we got I have to make sure I play this one because it is, it's, fuck you too. Yeah. Gotcha. No worries about that right there. 
Yeah, exactly. Well, but you know, the, it's it's kind of funny. So, can we go on to Toast and Jam yet? Have you satisfied your rant about mute buttons and blaming me? I'm just asking for a friend. Okay, go on. Okay. So, on brand, actually, for this bullshit that we're talking about with religion, I'm driving on Chapman Highway the other day, and there's this guy. Now, I can't make this up, pedalheads, because reality is truly stranger than fiction. There is a guy skipping down the sidewalk across the Gay Street Bridge. And he has a jester's hat on. And I mean a big red screaming bells and all jester hat with a t-shirt. Joyful for Jesus. The rider I had in my ride share and I both kind of shared a collective what the fuck as we drove by. What? Yeah. Look, I'm not, again, I'm not shitting if you're yeah, you know, if you're joyful for Jesus, that is fantastic. But do you know what a fucking idiot you look like skipping down the goddamn roads of Knoxville with a jester hat and a t-shirt, obviously homemade, that says joyful for Jesus? Unbelievable. It's like these fucking people around Easter that you see hauling these crosses on these, you know, um, Gethsemane walks or whatever the hell they call them. Holy Christ. Yeah, um, of course, I don't think it would have to be just Knoxville and look weird at probably any city, but, uh, you know, I, I mean, what do we know? I mean, seriously. Um, okay, um, so you, and then, um, yeah, we, as I say, we normally do, normally during this segment, we, we talk about what we did during the week, and, well, we did that yesterday, so there's, there's a, so most of what we did uh, for our Toast and Jam, yeah, if you go listen to episode 62, you can find out. Uh, we do have a, uh, for tonight's dinner, we do have some, uh, we do have some roast in from uh, Randolph Farm. You picked a beautiful roast. I want to say kudos to you. I left it up to Foam Boy. He put a note on the whiteboard we have on the refrigerator to pull a roast out because I wanted to make sure this was fully thawed before we put it in the crock pot, as I did with the chicken that we rotisseried last night. Which is which is really good, by the way. I mean, that, yeah. The, yeah, I have to admit, I have to give myself some kudos on that. That was some tasty. Yeah, yeah. The, and, yeah. and well cooked. Yeah, uh, yeah. Our folks, uh, Casey Farms. Uh, we love Jamie and John. Yeah. Shout out to you guys. We yeah, exactly. Guys. So, um, yeah, I'll be interested to, uh, yeah, the bison, to, when, when they have their pigs uh, and they're able to actually set. When they, you mean the bacon bits that we snuggled the other day? Yes, exactly. Yeah. I'm <laughs> um, looking forward to that. Actually. But yeah, the the roast that you picked out does not have a lot of fat on it, and I made sure that I coated it with that lovely olive oil that we use and put some delicious seasoning I had mixed up, and I found some beef stock in the freezer that I, of course, added to the crock pot with some onions, mushrooms, some garlic, because Tigger was like, hey, throw some garlic in there. I'm like, tits out here. What? That's right. It's it's going to be naughty, naughty, naughty. Yeah, exactly. All it is, honestly, is meat, onions, and mushrooms with some, you know, minced garlic in there. Yeah. But I guarantee that shit's going to make your tongue beat your brains out when you get out. Yeah, exactly. Get after it. So, um, what is, okay, so um, what's tasty is we got a voicemail. Uh, Woo! We got, we got a voicemail. So we're going to play said voicemail. If I can actually pull it up here in the in the chat, you can call it what your your definition of religion. Yeah, 253 uh, 237 Yeah, and uh, we can... We want to know, what do you believe? Yeah. What do you call it? Because we respect all religions, no matter what they are and what they're called. Even Sir Bemrose the Troll, we believe in him. And yeah, we're going to play this. We're going to play this uh, right here. Hey, Phoenix and Phone Boy, this is Tom Boy Tranny. How are you all doing today? We're doing fantastic. So you Thanks decided for to go with the third rail of religion. I, I give you a lot of credit. 
You know, when I was younger, I was arrogant, and I thought I was immortal, I think, as, as many young people do, and I was an, an ardent atheist. And anyone who was religious was a goddamn moron, as far as I was concerned. And as I got a little bit older, I realized I wasn't mortal. And I became a lot more open to the idea that, you know, maybe maybe there is something more than us. And then about a year and a half ago, I started sailing around, and I spend a lot of time, most of my time, actually at anchor in the middle of nowhere, in nature, far away from people, and cell reception, and just contact. And I've had things happen to me um, out there that there's no way to explain it, and I've really come to believe that I am not alone, and there's definitely someone looking out for me, and I don't believe in an organized religion or a God, per se. I don't believe in Jesus or, you know, a God or anything like that. But I do believe in a collective karma and the blood of my ancestors, and I just believe that there's someone looking out for me and has a vested interest in in my survival. And I don't know. It's given me a a great sense of ease, um, that belief. You know, I think the angsty uh, atheist is, uh, I don't know, you're always anxious, you're on edge, and I'm a lot more relaxed now. Maybe it's just old age, I don't know. But I do believe, I don't call it anything, Um but I do believe there's a greater good, and I try and pe- treat people the right way, and I believe that comes back to us. And and I do believe someone's looking out for me. So uh, I hope that I hope that you get a lot of responses to this question because I'm I'm really curious about what other people think as well. So all right, uh, happy New Year, have a great show, have a great evening, and I'll be listening. Bye bye. Thank you so much, Andrea. We absolutely appreciate that. And yeah, I mean, I I, I think we can kind of agree that even though what we consider the higher being that dictates our lives, we call it the universe. Ultimately, at the end of the day, we recognize that there is something bigger than us and it does guide our path, good, bad, or indifferent. Yeah, and I'm and I'm seeing, and again, this is in the circles I run. I am seeing. I mean, even just look at look at Adam Curry, right? Adam, you know, and Adam was never, uh, you know, a religious person, um, you know, until fairly recently. And and that, and I got to say, like, as much as I'm not listening to podcasts right now, and it's not because you guys aren't aren't putting out great stuff. It's just that, you know, seriously, got a lot going on right now, and. Uh, and it's uh there's a it's so for so for uh, i don't listen to much of any podcast but at the same time um you know there there's you know it's it's i'm I, one of the podcasts i've been listening to is curry and the keeper because honestly i look at i look at their relationship and i look at uh, my relationship with phoenix and yeah there's a lot of a lot of uh, similarities there i'll just say that um you know i so. hope that we're going as strong as they are and we're still as happy as they are yeah when we are their age yeah not that they're old not trying to say that Podfather no and Tina, the no i mean ser- ser- seriously both of them do not look their. they do not look oh, their God, age no they they absolutely 
are slaying it naturally because yeah. you know there's no yeah. freaking well, plastic yeah, well, surgery also, going also, on. Yeah, she, well, she went hard seventy five and went carnivore, right? And I'm and I'm I'm still I'm a few episodes back, but I'm listening. It's going, yeah. I bet she looks. Uh, I bet she looks even hotter than dude. Uh, she looked smoking when we met her in South Carolina. Adam is a lucky, lucky man. Yeah. Well, of course she's not too shabby lucky either. Because have you seen that six foot something? Man? Uh, yeah. Well, you know, he's I, a darn good looking yeah, man. Well, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna, to, I'm gonna have to play this uh, play this clip again. You know, this because you've now because now you um you know that now you know um let's see that I'm trying to I'm trying to find the the clip. This is the this is the hugging the podfather. There we go. I'll play this. I'll play this from yesterday. I got to see people fo- uh, fanboy out over phone boy, and I got to see phone boy fanboy out hardcore. When Adam hugged him, you could have just knocked him over with a feather. It was the most important thing in his world at that moment was that he got a hug from the Podfather, and I'm blessed to have been there to see it. Yeah, and and that's and, and I actually had a dream about it about six months ago. That and I'm not sure what the circumstances were, but that that I that I was able to give Adam Curry a hug, and that you know, as I say, so that that was my uh, you know that was literally a dream come true to have to have done that. Yeah. So I, I, I yeah, um, yeah. I'm hoping I get a chance to do that. By the way, this is the kind of things that, that can happen at a meetup. I also got to meet, uh, you know, when we moved to the area. Um, I got, I went, I went to a meetup in Knoxville and in that uh, No Beret and and uh, and uh, and uh, yeah. What's 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 his what's what's his uh, Billy Bones? I'm trying to think. How what, could you forget Billy Bones? He's one of our greatest. No, I know, heads. but I'm talking. I'm talking about Sir Seat Sitter. Oh, that's yeah. right, sir, sir, seat, seat, sitter, sitter. Yeah, I forgot about him. Yeah, yeah, you were lucky enough to meet him because yeah. that is like something I want to do big time. Yeah, well, there's a, we, we got a, there's a meetup in Knoxville in, uh, in the eleventh. Yeah, I know, I heard about it. Yeah, we'll have to see if we can make that. We got we got a couple of voicemails though. Well, um, hit me with a voicemail. Yeah, we got we end up getting a couple more voicemails. So you you too can call in at two five three two three seven three three two one, much like this caller did. Hey, all you know who this is? The uh, no. My belief, yes, I believe in Jesus Christ, the Almighty God, and because you know, I know He has been there plenty of times to protect me. But that's my belief. I love you guys. I hope you have a great day. Enjoy the sh- rest of your show, and I'll be listening to the after party. Love you guys. Bye. We love you too, Wookie. Thank you so much for the voicemail. Thanks, Wookie. Um, yeah, and that's and we and we and yeah, that is definitely something. There's a lot of people around here that believe in Jesus, and there's and, and oh, you can see it everywhere you go. I can see it from my balcony. Such... There's, there's yes, I mean, we literally live across the street from a church, pretty much, and you can see, you know, on this most holy day of Sunday, while we're uh, worshiping at the altar of John and Adam, they are worshiping in the altar of the church across the street here. Yeah, we're, we're also we also on Sundays usually worship at the church of the NFL. That's right. Yeah, which and I know I yeah, and I have and not once have I looked at the score for the game. This I'm currently. so proud of you, phone boy, for the fact you stayed focused during our show and not distracted, even though you don't have it up on your computer. Otherwise, I fear you would have been distracted by watching the red and gold. Yeah, well, I, I am red and gold till I'm. Dead and cold. What yes, can I say? I know. Okay, we got, okay, we got one more voicemail. Right. Right, so let's play it. I believe that there's a higher power, and I I think a lot of people believe in a higher power, but they don't all call it the same name. You know, I mean, there are those that don't believe there's anything, and they have a right to their opinion. But I myself, 
I believe in a higher power. So take it for what it's worth. Bye. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah, thank you, Mama Phoenix, for weighing in on that. Yeah. And I love the fact, okay, I'm, I'm going to call this out because I can because it's my own damn mom. She didn't go so far as to have big balls enough to say she believes in Jesus Christ. She just said, I believe in a higher power. She goes to the same fucked up church that Wookiee goes to. Yeah. To each, to each their own. No, yeah. I... You know what got me? Okay, I'm going to have a little religious rant. Hold up, y'all. Okay. Yeah, my... just, just, just a little religious rant? Who asked you? <laughs> so ultimately, there was this one time, and my mother knows that I am Wiccan, and I am absolutely 100% not in, I will not enter a church unless absolutely positively necessary. She's like, oh, do you want to go with me to a concert? I'm like, where are we going? I'm like, can I take a rain check on it? No, it's a one-time only. I'm like, okay, what is it? It's a freaking concert at her church. And it took all of the strength in me not to lose my shit. Like, mom, you know that I don't believe in what you believe in. I'm not going to be indoctrinated by those people having them bless me, lay hands on me, and scream in my face about how Jesus is so great and this and that. I respect your desire to go to whatever place of worship that you deem fitting, but please respect me enough to know I don't believe what you believe. I don't want to go to a place like that. So love you, but no. Yeah, no, as the say, as the say goes. Um, and yeah, I would burst into flames if I went in that concert. With what I've done in my life, I'm sure if there really is a hell, St. Peter's going to put me on the express train down there. Uh, Yeah. Just saying. Yeah, well, um, you know, okay, but um, all right, I think we've actually gone through our toast and jam. Uh, So we've got it. We've got through all the voicemails. Uh, Although if you uh, you call in or boost or something, we'll we'll, I'm sure we'll we'll fire it up here in the in the appropriate time. But we are now at the second half of the show. And, uh, you know, we sort of so we it's funny because you start talking about the, you know, the different there. There's that. It's funny because, uh, you know, the Judeo Christian, I don't know, the the Western version of religion is is very tied to sort of the Judeo christian uh it really is yeah. and if you look at the five largest religions right and this is based from 2015 and the number so um you know so christianity and islam between them have uh you know 55 percent of the you know, plural, plurality of the of the the uh, you know the believers so to speak and and actually i think and, and that's and again that's and that's not surprising so that, that was so more than 50 percent are, are of the judeo-christian uh Variety, and there's some that think that Islam may overtake Christianity at some point. Uh, when you, you know, Hinduism is sort of the next one at uh, at a fifteen percent. Now, mind uh, you, this yeah. was back in 2015. This but, was the most recent statistics that I could pull for religion. So we can only imagine the plus or minus on these statistics in 2023. Yeah, it is 2023. That's right. Make sure I sure as I write on my checks the right date. Um, yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And phone boy writes checks. Yeah, he does. Because um, he's old. Yeah. Okay. As is uh, Phoenix. Yeah. He, Hinduism and Buddhism. You know, so yeah, Hinduism takes 15%. Buddhism's about 7%. Folk religion. I have no idea what that is. <clears throat> I think it's anything that isn't judeo-christianism sorry christianity you know hinduism buddhism basically folk religion are those things that 
if you ask me, everything's folk religion. But no, I, I think it's the like the Wiccans, the sadists, things that are not traditional, you know, Santaria. They're not traditional religions in the grand scheme. Right, exactly. So, um, okay, so let's, um, I guess we go through the, I guess, we, yeah, there, there's actually a lot of religions, and I'll have you go through uh, the, the, the religions that we have here. The, the, um, you know, although I think we talk about Abrahamic religions, actually, I'd say Judeo-Christian religions all come from Abraham to, to some degree. Um, Absolutely. Um, you know, Judaism is the oldest of, of which um, the originating in the people of ancient Israel and Judah. Uh, the Torah is the foundational text, and it's part of a larger text known as the the Tanakh, or the, or the Hebrew Bible. It is supplemented by oral traditions set down in written form in later texts, such as the Midrash and the Talmud. You should uh, be familiar with that due to the fact you work for an Israeli company. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. And, and actually, my, and actually, my my direct boss is uh, Orthodox. I've been with him to, to, um, you know, I've been with him to synagogue on on at least one occasion. Um, and and I've been there during Shabbat. So yes, I'm I'm familiar with a lot of that that stuff. This is this is something I truly want to experience at least once in my life. And I know we had our track coach, who was also the history teacher in our high school, was very very devout. Um, in in his synagogue and whatnot we found that very fascinating that he was of the jewish faith yeah um yeah meanwhile christianity is based on the teachings of a jew uh, jesus of nazareth as presented okay I, i have to interrupt i'm sorry this has always puzzled me jesus was a jew but the jews renounce him that's just amazing so the okay so the 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 way it was explained to me by uh by by uh, folks in the know you know is is you know the is basically we don't recognize jesus as the messiah they're still waiting for their messiah quote unquote is the way way it described they just they don't recognize they don't recognize jesus or muhammad as as prophets so who do they recognize they don't there's no there is no prophet so they have no deity yeah they do no they no no yeah yeah they have no they have a god there's just no intermediary that they recognize which is what so they just call their god god yes okay yeah exactly so yeah there's there isn't a you know in jesus name as christians pray right um so the the uh, the Christian faith is essentially faith in Jesus as the Christ, the Son of God, and as the Savior of the Lord. Almost all Christians believe in the Trinity, which teaches the unity of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit in three persons in one Godhead. Um, you know, the Latter-day Saint movement and the Jehovah's Witnesses, I consider them fan fiction of, of, of both of this. Um, the uh, the uh, founded by uh, the Latter-day Saint movement was founded by Joseph Smith in the late 1820s. It's an offshoot of Christianity. Uh, Jehovah's Witnesses, you know, late 1870s, kind of the a similar idea um you know muslims uh are circumnavigate uh, i don't even know what that word is but kaaba kaaba no the cir- no is circumambulating the oh, kaaba circumambulating yeah that's what it is yeah, that, that's one of those million dollar words by god yeah uh it's the most sacred site in islam and islam is a monotheistic religion based on the quran one of the holy books considered by the muslims to be re- revealed by god and on the teaching of the islamic prophet muhammad uh, a, a major f- uh, political and religious figure of the 7th century um it's amazing the way the muslims will go after the christians that is the most prominent war i've seen is muslims and christians truly for what purpose though i mean i'm gonna say it because i can get over the fucking shit 
Believe what you want to believe and stop pissing on other people's shoes because they don't call it the same thing you call it. Well, yeah, you can see this sort of play out in Jerusalem. And having been to Jerusalem, you can see that Christian sites have been built on by Muslims and vice versa, right? Depending upon who. Yeah, it's a big pissing contest. Like you said, my God God has a bigger dick than your God, as Carlin put it. Yeah, exactly. And that's exactly the way, you know, and and Sir Bemrose even said it in the chat. You know, my God can beat up your God. Or maybe it was weirdo. Irrelevant to the fact that's exactly how everybody looks at it is my God is the only God. And you are a blasphemer if you say that you have a God that doesn't mesh or isn't my God. That's so stupid. All right. So I I got some comments from Logan five in the no agenda troll room because we are live. Nice. Yeah. So so he says, uh, you know, certainly the the Greeks are there. The Christianity was a sect of uh, Judaism that the Orthodox rejects and that the, the pagan Romans adopted Christianity, so of course made it, you know, that much more. Um, yeah, it's like everybody took a piece of it and called it their own and then disputed its origin. Yeah, exactly. That's ultimately how I see this shit show going on. Yeah, of course. It's also, yeah, divide and conquer, of course, with all this stuff. Um, you know, Buddhism was founded by uh, Siddhartha uh, Gautama in the 5th century BCE. And actually, I had to read the book Siddhartha in, in high school. Um, and uh, they generally agree that Gautama aimed to help sentient beings end their suffering by understanding the true nature of phenomena, thereby escaping the cycle of suffering and rebirth. That is achieving nirvana. And... Uh, you know, there is so, uh, and then of course, there's a there's a there's a, a Theravada Buddhism, which is practiced mainly in Sri, Sri Lanka and South Three Aveda. Oh, okay. It's, Three it's Theravada. Theravada. Okay, that's okay. Yeah, and, and the only reason I know that, I will tell you, is because of the fact that if you look at the root word of that, which is um, Ayurveda, that's actually a massage technique. Oh, who knew or that? type. Who knew that? Um, so there's, there, yeah, and. Um, you know, uh, Sikhism, which is a uh, a, pan, a panentheistic religion. Found, Sikh. Oh, Sikhism. Sikhism. Let us not disrespect the Sikhs. Okay. And, and I will, okay, I'm, okay. I'm going to have a little say on this. Okay. okay. A lot of people see the folks that have the turbans on their head and they automatically think that they are, you know, like, like they're terrorists and shit. They're not. They are Sikh and they are a peace-loving people, peace-loving religion who... They just want to live their lives and do their thing. So, you know, yes, maybe they have a different way of doing things, but ultimately take the time, be nice to someone who's a Sikh because they're not the violent people who are trying to blow the fucking world up. Yeah. And uh, I think I'm with Sir Bemrose. Uh, Cerveza Buddhism might be a religion I could get behind. Yeah. Uh, I think I might have to. I'm with that. You know, I think Cerveza Buddhism should be a show title. Yeah, that was, I'm writing it down for that, for that there reason. There you go. Because, of course, we have to do that. And then, um, so. But let's uh, tell more people about what Sikhism is. Yeah. It's a it's a it's a pan a panentheistic religion panentheistic religion. There we go. Founded on the teachings of Guru Nanak and ten susceptive uh, Sikh gurus in the 15th century Punjab, it's the fifth largest organized religion in the world with approximately 30 million Sikhs. Uh, Sikhs are expected to embody the qualities of a of a sansifal, a, a saint soldier, have control over one's internal vices, and be able to constantly to be constantly immersed in virtues clarified in the Guru Granth Sahib. The principal beliefs of of, of, of Sikhi or, or faith in Wageguru, uh, represented by the phrase Ik Ankta, meaning one God. You put this in here to make to. Just to screw with you. Of course you did. Meaning one I God. I wanted to see how far you'd take it. 
to try to actually pronounce this stuff. Yeah, along with the praxis which the six is enjoying to engage in social reform through the pursuit of justice for all human beings. And you can now, I will say, I've seen a lot of Sikh truck drivers, and they all have the same trailers with this really mean-looking guy on the back that is like, "Did you pray today?" And I'm like, "Holy shit." Talk yeah. about some intensity. And I've actually known some people who practice this religion where they are 1,000%. Like, I don't even know how to describe it. They're so intense. Like, they have to face the East with their prayer rugs and they do it at a certain time. And they're, it doesn't matter what the hell they're doing. Like, they'll literally pull over on the side of the interstate and pull their prayer rug out. And, and pray at the exact time that they are supposed to pray. They are very, very devout. So I, there are, okay, so I, so that it's not just them. Uh, uh, Jews do that as well. Do uh, they really? Yes. Uh, That's interesting. Okay, so I, I have multiple, uh, I've on multiple occasions been, um, you know, hanging out with my boss uh, when, when he's been in the, been, he's been in the U.S. or whatever, and yeah, there are times of the day he prays and he says, you know, like, I got to do this. I'm like, do whatever you got to do, dude. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's your, your religious belief. You yeah. know, there's, there's and, no and, and, I, and I actually it. asked him about it. They said, why do you do that? I mean, part of it is, you know, to, to show gratitude and that kind of thing. It's like, it, and, and, you know, to, to bring mindfulness to kind of, you know, kind of your current state. I'm like, okay. I'm, I, I've always kind of wondered why it is that, you know. Yeah. Like there's mass on Wednesday and Sunday. Yeah, he just he uh, say, but he'll. It's but funny. I mean, I've also been in the office with him, and he's like, and he'll go off, you know, for you know, for like five minutes and go do his, you know, go do a prayer in a private space. Like, okay, you know, I got, I got no issues. Just, yeah, I mean, it's it's total respect. It's yeah. just you know yeah. talking about what they do. Yeah, you know, there, there's also notable African diasporic religions practiced in the Americas, such as Santeria, Kandombo, Vodun, Lukumi, Umbanda. And Makumba. No. And the Iranian religions are ancient religions whose roots predate the Islamation of greater Iran. Nowadays, these religions are practiced only by minorities. Yeah. Um, then you've also got, uh, you know, the... Zoroastorianism. The, the, yeah, Zoro, right. Yeah, exactly. That. I knew you wouldn't be able to pronounce it, so I got you back. Yeah, I, yeah well, I'm not, pre- I'm not able to pronounce much right now being cross-faded. I yet got again. you. It, yes. It's based on the teachings of the prophet Zoroaster in the 6th century BCE. Zoroastrians worship the creator Ahura Mazda. I wonder if that's where Mazda cars come from. Acha cha cha. Zoom 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 zoom. All right. Right. Um, so in Zoroastrianism, good and evil have distinct sources, with evil trying to destroy the creation of Mazda and good trying to sustain it. Yeah, and uh, Kurdish religions include the traditional belief of the uh, Zidi, the uh, Alevi, and the Alehach. Sometimes these are labeled a Yazdanism. I don't know. No. And you know, Satanism is a broad category of religions that, for example, worship Satan as a deity, uh, you know, theistic Satan, or use Satan as a symbol of carnality and earthly values. Um, and, you know, it's, it's funny because... Um, well, that's the Levian is yeah. Satanism yeah. and the Satanic Temple. That's right, yeah. And now, this one gets me. If anyone's ever seen Leah Remini's documentary she did on Scientology, these motherfuckers are batshit crazy. I'm just going to say it. Okay, it's a religious movement that teaches that people are immortal beings who have forgotten their true nature. Its method of spiritual rehabilitation is a type of counseling known as auditing, in which practitioners aim to 
consciously re-experience and understand painful or traumatic events and decisions in their past in order to free themselves of their limiting effects. Yeah, they'll also free themselves of a shitload of money because if you've looked at all into Scientology, and let me tell you, anyone who speaks out against them, holy shit, they will bring hell down upon you and there's not a fucking thing you can do legally because they have got the best lawyers. They've got all the cops on the take. They're centered in Florida. Stay as far the fuck away from these nutbags as you possibly can. If anyone ever wanted to know the definition of a cult, look up Scientology. That is all I am saying. Um. You know, and, and Unitarian Universalism is a religion uh, by support for a free and responsible search for truth and meaning. It has no accepted creed or theology. It sounds more like what I've got. I've, I've heard a lot about the Unitarian Church. You can actually get ordained as a Unitarian minister very easily. Yeah, exactly. Um, but then, yeah. then, of course, you know, my favorite, that which I practice, which is Wicca, is a neo-pagan religion first popularized in 1954 by British civilian servant Gerald Gardner involving the worship of a god and goddess. And I've actually taken it a step further because I talk about the fact that not only do I worship a god and goddess, of which I do not push a name other than Mother Earth, you know, Father Time, etc. We also worship things like the sun, the moon, and various other earthly existences. We're basically a very free flowing religion that is very accepting of everyone. We celebrate things like Beltane and the winter and summer solstice and things of that nature, basically thanking the earth for the bountiful things that it provides, the sun that provides the warmth, the moon that provides light in the night, various things like that. We don't get all wrapped up in some singular deity that controls our entire life and i think that's why to some degree phone boy and i speaking about that which governs us is the universe because it all it all ties in with the whole cosmic earth thing yeah and uh yeah and and there's my i mean i'm i'm go i'm kind of switching between the chat rooms because in the in the uh i can handle our chat room yeah in the no agenda troll room we've got uh dame bully steed mentions then the tibetan book of the living and dying suffering comes from attachment i read something there's some stuff about that and um that i've read for sure and it's a yeah so the more the the more attachments you have certainly the more suffering you're going to have when it because nothing lasts forever i think is what that comes in and and um you know, and then, uh, yeah, Scientology is for getting an acting role. I agree with that. Um, you know, um, yeah, the, the, and you might like a podcast called Oh No, Ross and Carrie. No, I don't, I, I, I'm, yeah, I'm not listening to too many uh, podcasts. We're not listening to anything right now. We're so damn busy. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, but yeah. it's interesting in case we need a new podcast. We definitely could check that out. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, they, they 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 gave a dog a personality test. The fuck? Yeah. I, what? Yeah, I don't know. All right. But you know what? I think we can say with all these religions. I mean, seriously. So I mean, I, I'm going to play this. This is this is this is the uh, this is the clip from the priest in front of the Vatican. Oh uh, yeah, the, the, from uh, from Religulus. Yep. The uh, date of Jesus's birth really what? wasn't established until 349 A.D. Oh yeah, yeah. That's just yeah because he might have been born on July 3rd. <laughs> these are all nice stories, you know. And that doesn't bother you either. Well, that bothers me too. I mean, whenever it's oh, we have to have midnight mass because Jesus was born on midnight on 25th of yeah. this is all nonsense yeah well 
There you have it. An actual priest saying it's all nonsense. Yes. Yeah. Now here's okay. So now we so we get into kind of this. There's there's uh, we have a, we have uh, a few more clips to play here uh, that, that are the, to, to kind of to, to wrap this up. And I think um, these are uh, most of these clips. They're actually all of these clips are from uh, from Religulus. Um, and and I think the it, 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 you know and I think because you, you it, there was there was a clip in here about. As f- effectively, why are there? You know, yeah, the question is something along the lines of, you know, why are where, why is there you know Christianity? Why is there Judaism? Why is there Islam? What, what's the you know what's what's the good you know wh- why is that if there's only one answer? Why is this? Feel this wind right now? Yeah. Okay. Where is it? Yeah. You don't it's know, right? Wind. Okay. That's not like the Holy Spirit. It's a monotheistic religion, but there's three of them. Just like water can be ice, steam. And water. I see. It's different forms, different shapes, and different purposes. Now, I would argue that this is not just applies to the different forms of you know, the Judeo-Christian faith, as it were. Uh, I would say it's also uh, really all the religions kind of. There's different forms. They all kind of. They're all trying to get to the same thing. They have different modes. But of they're co- all saying the same thing. There's something larger than yeah, us. Yeah, and but they're but they but what but the fear they use different me- mechanisms of control. Um, yeah, yeah and, that, so. and that's one thing that I like about being Wiccan is there isn't this control factor of, oh, if you don't do this, this is going to happen. It basically just states, be happy with what you are blessed with. Appreciate it every day. Live your best life. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, and of course, we, you know, the other thing, we, you know, we, and this is actually, this was the red pill for you. This is why we picked this movie, right? This was one of your, um, um, this is one of your, this was your red pill on religion, right? Yeah. Yes. So, um, yeah, let's let's play this clip here. We've got Krishna, who was in India a thousand years before Christ. Krishna was a carpenter, born of a virgin, baptized in a river. Are you saying that was written in history? That was written down in well, history? Is what you're saying? Absolutely. There's yeah. the, the Persian god Mithras, 600 years before Christ, born December 25th, performed miracles, resurrected on the third day, known as the Lamb, the Way, the Truth, the Light, the yeah. Savior, yeah. Messiah. Stop! Blasphema! All I know is that I can, I don't go by that hearsay. That's so I go by the word of God. I know that's what I believe. Yeah, um, I was I was trying to load a clip and things. My soundboard was having you know, sound. Soundboard is doing funny things at the moment. But ultimately, if you listen to that clip, there are so many quote unquote gods, deities, whatever that share the similarities with Jesus. How can you take that particular story of the divine? Yeah, and just blindly believe that Jesus is the only supernatural being that handled his shit. Yeah. And in fact, uh, you know, we start looking into some of the other supernatural beings throughout history. Well, there's some similarities. Many of the gods were born on December 25th. It's no, not a new it's, one. It's not. It's, but it's not. It's funny you should bring that up because, of course, in Star Wars Episode One: Phantom Menace, Anakin <laughs> is born to a virgin. And really? people see that and they say, wait a second, where have we heard that before? Right. It's not original. But when the Jesus story happened, wasn't original. How so? Okay, I... I, I so... The, 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 there's there's a whole bunch that's that's uh, in the you know that w- in the movie that's actually uh, very visual that goes with that clip there so there yeah so, and there's there's a overlay of text yeah we're gonna for, we're gonna read that text 
That's right. There's yeah. there's an overlay of text while Walk Like an Egyptian is being played in the background. Yeah. And it says, written in 1280 BC, the Egyptian Book of the Dead describes a god, Horus Horus, is the son of the god Osiris, born to a virgin mother. He was baptized in a river by Anup the baptizer, who was later beheaded like Jesus. Horus was tempted while alone in the desert, healed the sick, the blind, cast out demons, and walked on water. He raised Asar from the dead. Asar translates to Ra- Lazarus. Oh, yeah. He also had 12 disciples. This is all being done while the Ten Commandments plays in the background. And like I said, walk like the Egyptian is the music over. Yes, Horus was crucified first. And after three days, two women announced Horus, the savior of humanity, has been resurrected. Hmm. Does that sound familiar to anyone else? Yeah. So then, you know, that raises that raises the question of why, right? Why do we have all that? Why so many religions, right? And and I think uh, you, your conversation with Emily off mic, uh, my it was the one I talked about earlier that my dick has or my God has a bigger dick than your God translates to my God will let me do these things without having to trade off doing these other things, whereas that makes my God better than your God. No god is better than another god. It's just a different name on which you put the title of what you believe is bigger than you. Yeah, exactly. Which, um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, it's 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 it, it seems like horses for courses. If you get down to the core spiritual beliefs that don't involve the you know the control mechanisms of the church uh, or the you know the or the you know the religious leaders or whatever, then uh, yeah, they're all you know a lot of the concepts are very similar. So why are we arguing about this again? Um, and in fact, this is so so as we, we as we begin to wrap things up um, that. Um, yeah, here's a, here's a great example of of, of something that uh, people interpret maybe a little bit differently. Have you ever had a little small voice in the back of your mind say some things? Okay. We've all had that. That's, called that's the Holy not Spirit. God. That's you. That's called the Holy Spirit. Oh, the Holy Spirit. Now, I, the way I interpret that this is that it, they're both right in the sense that um, that if you if you are if you subscribe to the fact that that we are all part of the divine and there's, there's a bit of the divine uh, flowing through each of us, then is it you? Is it the divine that's saying it? Does it matter? I mean, as I, again, I don't think it's a, I don't think it's worth the argument. And I think that we get, we, you know, we, this, you know, my God has a bigger dick than your God is basically, I've got a bigger dick than you. Right. And, you right. Know, and, and so, and, and everybody has to be right. And I, and I think that's not, you know, I've always been, a, I've always been a proponent of the truth, whatever the truth is. Precisely. But- I don't who need to be gets right. to dictate what the truth is? We all don't know. At the end of the day, that's what this comes down to, is that none of us know for sure that the God that we worship, whatever name we put on him or her or it, is actually a a true God. And, you know, whatever you've been led to believe is waiting for you afterward, we, we all just don't know. Mm. And I honestly, you know, I appreciate, you know, that weird poet was talking in the chat about the path of divinity is with is inward. I agree with that completely. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, that's all you've got. Do the best you can. Believe what you want to believe. Stop harming others because you think that 
just because they don't speak of the same God that you speak of, that you're right and they're wrong. Because what if you're wrong and what if they're right? Yeah, well, yeah. And, uh, you know, the you know Logan 5 in the No Agenda Torah makes a comment. Uh, the Western religions we know had to get through the Dark Ages and people were simple-minded. And I'd still say they're pretty people are still pretty simple-minded. Well, I was going to say, okay, yeah. I can understand the argument of back in the Dark Ages, X, Y, Z. But when you come down to it, we're not in the Dark Ages anymore. We're in 2023, as it were. And you would think that people would have woke up to the bullshit that's being slung by this organized religion, no matter what name they put on it. Well, keep in mind also, too, some of these early religions were de facto governments because there was no, you know, governing body per se, right? And, and, and the, you know, the, 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 the separation of church and state, so to speak, was, uh, you know, something that probably, I, I'm not going to say that the, the American experiment was first with it, but it was probably, right. one, but, you know, it was codified in the religion, in the, in the, um, uh, constitution, right? That there, that there, sh- you know, that there shall be separation between church and state. So, but how many times have we seen the line blurred? Well, that, that's true. Um, and you know, and I think, but I also think that you know, people on the you know the other side of the religion debate, and I, and, I, and I'll certainly throw, um, and I'll certainly throw our uh, you know Bill Maher in this in this thing because well, he, you know, he says he's agnostic, but um, he I think he takes uh, takes it a little too far when he talks about um, you know faith. Faith means making a virtue out of not thinking. It's nothing to brag about. And those who preach faith and enable and elevate it are our intellectual slaveholders, keeping mankind in a bondage to fantasy and nonsense that has spawned and justified so much lunacy and destruction. Yeah, I mean... The, I, I think people want to be hateful against other people for whatever reason, and they use religion as an excuse to do it. Yeah, the, the people use whatever you know, however they can justify their behavior, their their uh, their ill behavior. They're going to do it. Um, and yeah, it's right because it's a matter of not taking accountability for your actions. If you're being a shitty person, don't don't drag God into it. Yeah, it's just, but and but yeah. Although I will say that when I played this, and this didn't have a place in our in our script, so to speak. But it was so funny when because uh, because when we had identified this clip, it was basically the uh, this. Okay, so just just to provide context. This was a this was a clip from some sort of children's show for Christians or something. Oh, that's right. Uh, it yeah. was actually a movie of uh, the story of Adam and Eve. Yeah, there you go. God took my rib like this and began to whittle it like this and blow on it and then we came we saw (laughs) he died okay and ultimately if you listen to how he's describing how who god took my rib and he whittled it dude did am i the only one who got a little moist listening to that it it really sounded like the beginning of a children's porn god forbid that actually exists i hope it does oh well anyway with that in mind i think i think we're gonna wrap this up um because oh my god i think we've probably pissed off enough enough people yeah i'm sure they're i'm sure they're all thinking the same thing so fucking over this so um, that's right all right so how do we end this thing we end it something Something like that like this jordan fades back swoosh and that's the game fuck you fuck you fuck you you're cool and fuck you i'm out you're still here it's over Go home.